Did you know our hearts connect deeply wherever you and I are in the world? Hi, I'm Andrea Petrut. Here at Healings Rwanda's podcast, together we find what makes us unique and what keeps us united. We learn of past wounds and ways to heal. We release old stories and create new, empowering realities that serve us now. Join me and my guests to recognize the truth within, discover why you are precious, connect with what sets you apart, and allow the world to welcome you and resonate with your heart. We are one. My dear friend, welcome to another episode for Healing Through Oneness podcast. Really am happy to have you here. Today, I have a special guest because next week, the whole world is honoring November 25th, the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women and Girls. This is a day that was established by United Nations, and this year, it starts a series of events under the umbrella called Unite. And here in Toronto, we have an event organized by Immigrant Women in Business. And my guest today is a founding member of Immigrant Women in Business. And she's going to be a speaker at this event. And she has a wonderful presence and um, She's like a shining light among us. And you know, I'm all for community. I'm all for bringing together people who bring change. And my guest, Garcia Hanson Francis, is a change maker. Welcome, Garcia. Thank you so much for having me. I do appreciate it. Oh, you're so beautiful. I'm so happy you came. Garcia, please tell um, our friends, the listeners, the viewers about you and how you got where you are today in your life? Well, I truly, um, I truly want to say that I couldn't have been where I am today without the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I truly thank him because where I am today, it's a better place. Um, and I find that in life, you go through so many challenges, but at the end, it's always for the better. Um, so just a little bit, you know, about myself, like I am the, I am the owner of a payroll platform, it's called Cash Pro Payroll Solutions. And I run a free tax volunteer clinic in partnership with the Community Volunteer Income Tax Program, which is part of uh, the Government of Canada. And as a founding member of IWB, I'm here basically just to represent, you know, growth, healing, and for me, how I got to where I am, it took a lot of motivation, perseverance. So I didn't get to where I am today very easy. Um, as a mother of four, including toddler twins, I would say most people would look at it as, you know, you have the help, you have a nanny, you have everything. But I basically did it as a sole person and I relied heavily on God. My, my strongest belief is that you know, be anxious for nothing. And I believe in all of this, he has helped me, he has inspired me. 
I've also learned to include people like coaches in your life, ask for help. So when you're at your lowest point, you know, things will come at you, things will come at you and make you feel like this is not the time you can't get further, but there are challenges and they're here to make you better. And all I can think of is just prayer. Prayer has got me a long way and it's made me a different person and I'm just thankful. So this is to say this is where I am today because of those things. Wow, thank you for sharing that. You you said a lot <laughs> in, uh, in a short time. Congratulations for being a mother and for um, doing all you do. Now, I don't remember you mentioning that you wrote a book. You you wrote a book and you're you've launched it. This week is the launch. Can you tell us about it? Absolutely. So I this book is a treasure to me. It's it's very precious in the sense that, you know, many women women are special. Not to say that a male is not special, but a woman plays so much role in the household, in business, everything that you do. Um, we're like the man is the head of the household, but the woman is the one you cry on when you're sick and when you need some sort of help. And this book. It basically captures everything about love. It captures fate, uh, motivation, and determination. And it's it's basically an inspiration. And I am a true testimony to say that this book is something that will give you the strength that you need to, to go on and to fight and to push through. And as they say, God is attracted to weakness. So when your weakness comes, you have to fight for yourself. And this book walks you through it. Um, and it walks you through the idea of loving someone, giving back that love as if you've never been hurt. So you may have been hurt many times. You may have been down. You may have gone through challenges. But it will teach you how to just love like you've never really been hurt. And that's what you know. I'm inspired by just writing this book. Which is called Blessed. Yes. So the book is called Blessed by God, Broken by Life. So it talks, it does talk about, you know, um, really the blessings that God has restored in my life and the things that have caused me and pushed me to those blessings. So the broken by life part is the things that I've actually gone through. Um, and just to start in as a, a person through college, through motherhood, through business, um, it's inspirational. And I've put a lot of work into it because a lot of women um, need to know that, you know, th there is help. There's always help. And there is a place where, you know, if you just need someone to pray with you, uh, someone to hear your business idea, there is always help. Thank you for for sharing that. And I also know you're going to speak uh, on November 25th at the IWB event. Can you tell us what are you going to speak about? I'm excited for this wonderful event happening on November 25th at Metro Hall at 5 p.m. And I'm excited to see everyone there. Um, I'm looking, this is about woman empowerment. So I will definitely be talking about, you know, woman empowerment, like just maybe inspirational stories that will leave you 
inspired by you know the courage and the determination that women goes through on a daily life in their personal life and in their business life and it's just about more so of a healing process so to help someone that may be going through something or just to uplift and, and empower uh, women in this event. So I'm excited and I'm, I'm hoping to see everyone there. We're gonna talk about this event more in the end, but um, thinking of your, of your story, <clears throat> you know, when I see the word payroll, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Marie, you feel such a hard thing, but in your, um, in your descriptions, when you talk about yourself, your biography and what you do, you mentioned the word trust and you mentioned the fact that you are making sure that there is a straightforward payment system. You want to make sure that people get paid for their work. So clearly there is a principle, there are values behind that. Can you tell us more about why you've been doing this for 25 years, is it? <laughs> Up to 20 years, yes. <laughs> So why do you still do it and why, you know, what, what is driving you to continue to do that, not just in your business, but clearly your values and your principles are behind everything you do. Absolutely. Uh, so this is my passion. I absolutely love payroll. I, I remember speaking to people and, you know, one of the things they asked me is, do I ever wake up one morning and think, oh, did I get payroll done? Absolutely, that happens. But this is, payroll is a headache. It's a headache for a lot of people, except for me, because this is something that I enjoy. And I've done, I've graduated from marketing and I thought, you know, this, the sales is not me. I wanted to do something that I was inspired by. And I started out because I had financial struggles in the past. And with those financial struggles, it's like when you get a paycheck and let's say, for example, someone offer you $50,000, you want to know why am I not getting $50,000 in my bank account? So I struggled when I worked for different organization, understanding what is going on with my paycheck. I No one wanted to explain it to me. So I took it up on myself to make sure that I got the proper education. And from that, it made me a lot more resourceful, wanting to learn, wanting to be more helpful. And I've also gone through stages where I've worked for organization where there's like multiple mistakes and some of those mistakes are covered up. And in my mind, it's like trust is very important. Trust also goes with, with you know, having the faith to know that you're dealing with clients and you have to put yourself in their shoes. So for me, it was more so of I'm dealing with clients and if i was to pay their employee wrong how would that look for the client so i want to make sure that i give out my best when i'm when i'm doing stuff like that like i'm calculating properly i'm explaining and it's always been in my dna to help it's always been about me wanting to help someone and i want to help someone understand and for me payroll comes very easy because it's something like i'm love solving problems and i love I'm a people person. I like sitting down with people. I like explaining things. And for me, it's like, I want to see the result at the end of the day. It's not just, I'm going to tell you how your pay is calculated and I'll be done with you. I want to see that at the end, you understand what is happening. It's not just, I have this amount in my account and I'm good. I need to make sure that you fully understand it. So trust is so important and it also helps you build relationship with people. And if someone cannot trust you, 
how will they want to work with you? This is not just on a business level, but it's also on a personal level. So I am passionate about payroll and I believe that this is my this is my calling. This has been something that, you know, I was set to I was set to do. This is something that, you know, I'm I'm excited about. And every time that I set my eyes on the computer, I, I, I don't feel a day any different. Uh, you may have frustration that comes, but it's something that it keeps me, it keeps me going. Being a problematic um, person, it keeps me going and, and wanting to know more. I always consider myself more as a student. I'm never the teacher. I'm always the student because I continuously want to learn, want to learn how to improve on trust, improve on helping someone making their business goals a lot better. Wow, I can hear the passion in, in what you say. And clearly I don't have it, <laughs> but clearly you show people. So I love how you expressed how you got here because um, there are certain professions where when people hear words or they think about what they think it means, they're like, oh, I don't wanna, no, no, no. I don't wanna get involved in that. But there are other people like you who such professions really inspire them because they see beyond the numbers. They see beyond the actions and operations. They look beyond that and they know that they have a place in the world. Yeah. And I think what you, what you're, what I hear from you basically is that everybody has a place in the world and no matter what kind of profession you choose, when you choose it from the heart, mm -hmm. which is with passion, you do what you love. And then you add heart to it. You add to it something that normally people don't see in the operations and the numbers and, and all the, the things that yes. need to be done. Yeah. And what I also hear is thinking again at your life story. You came to Canada when you were young, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> And as far as I know, please correct me. And you did say you, you struggle, but, you know, coming young and, and then uh, you chose to be educated and then you, you went through uh, jobs or can you talk to us about that? Because what I see is you have both the perspective of the employee and the perspective of the employer and the business owner. So you, you combine the two because you lived it. And yes. you can see both sides and you can help people on both sides in the same company. I completely agree with you because, you know, I came to Canada at a young age and I now I, I hear people say um, when they come to Canada at an age of like 30, for example, it's much harder for them for education. So when I came to Canada, um, not to say that it was easy, because when I first got to Canada, first of all, I complained every day about the cold weather and not having any access to resources. So my first, my very first job in Canada, I've sent out as an immigrant, it was very hard because I sent out so many resumes. No one would look at my, my resume and say, let me hire this girl because all they could think is that, oh, you need experience. Well, how can I get experience if you don't give me the opportunity? So for me, my very first job was getting down on my knees and I used to pick strawberries for a living. And many people may think that that's something to be ashamed at, but that is such a strong motivation that it pushed me through. Like the way I worked in picking those strawberries, it was more like, okay, I was being honest with the employer because it was like, 
it's not just about getting a paycheck. I was excited just as anybody working in any other stores or wherever. I was excited to go and pick that strawberry because I knew that I could help my parents like, you know, afford something. So I saw what my employer at an early age, I saw what my employer like was going through, like, you know, couldn't find strawberry picker. Nobody wanted that job. So I would work tirelessly. My hands would hurt my knees. I would complain. I was sore. And then I would go to school and people would actually make fun of us because, you know, me and my sisters, we would do this and people make fun of us because, oh, there's strawberry pickers. And it really did hurt. But what I didn't let stand and, and try to deteriorate me is the fact that people are making fun of you for the job that you do because I decided that it was it was like strength it was something to help me I used it to get as much knowledge so behind the scenes I'm picking the strawberries and getting a paycheck I was trying to get access to all these different resources so from a business perspective I saw that the strawberry farmer she struggled to find someone that they could trust that would show up to work every day to make sure that the job is done and their clients are looked after so I learned all of those things and I brought it with me when I started um cash pro payroll solutions and that really helped me because I saw it at an early age and I've also seen not to judge someone because of the job that they do you don't know what their situation is you don't know what they're going through um, when I did find a job that wasn't strawberry picking I was essentially the best employee my lineup was very long in the store Everyone wanted to know what is she doing? What is her strategy? Because I wanted people to trust. I wanted people to understand that I am motivated to my employer. And when you work for an employer, the one thing I can say to anyone is that have, have that feeling that your employer is is like your children. You have to have respect for them and you have to appreciate them because you don't know when you leave that employer, a reference will be needed or something will be needed from that employer that you may not be able to pick up the phone and call them if you don't have that type of relationship. So for me, it was like I lived through that and I've lived through the strength of just praying through everything, like everything that I go through, there was tears sometimes kneeling on the ground to pick those strawberries, but Throughout all of this, it was like prayer was something that would get me to where I needed to be. When I didn't want to do it, I used to ask God and say, you know what, Lord, I know that this is hard for me, but I know that I have to I accept these challenges and I know I have to accept them in order for me to move on and see the other side of, of, of success. So that's kind of what inspired the whole, you know business and personal in terms of like the whole work ethic. This is very interesting. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> now, my question is hearing all this, what led you to have this faith, this belief? Did it start in your own family, your upbringing? Like, how did you come to be this this person who even in her younger years would would uh, have the uh I, you have compassion right and also the capacity to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and say okay i need the money and i need opportunities in canada and i see my employee which is by the way strawberry picking is still something very needed today like in 2022 yeah people were farmers local farmers were looking for people and and it's happening 
all over. We have yeah. fruits, but nobody's here to pick them. And uh, they are coming with all sorts of ideas and ways so that their fruits don't don't lay uh, there, you know. And so it's, it's it's still valid years after the yeah. same issue. Coming back to you and this faith and this, these beliefs and values you have, where do they come from? It started in my DNA. So I had, um, going back to my childhood age, my, my grandfather, he was uh, very heavily involved in the church. And he was a very disciplined, he was a police officer. And he was very disciplined. And what he taught all of us, me including my cousins that I had to take care of, um, he would have, if he had one pack of cracker, he would ensure that that cracker serves the the entire neighborhood. So if we had to break it in half and make sure everyone got a piece, that was his motive. So I learned that from a very long age so that whenever I'm eating rice, if there's like 10 grains and there's five people around me or 50 people, I need to ensure that they all get something. So I've learned that from, you know, since childhood age. And there's things that I had to go through in my life. So I've gone through, you know, sicknesses, tough times and, you know, having teenager, having twins, having to start a business, not having access to resources or being rejected by banks. So all of those things put into perspective made me who I am. There was a lot of tears to it. There was a lot of pain and comes that was more like I need to accept. When I walked into my church, which is my local church in Ajax, when I walk into that church, it was like that time was destined for me. When I saw and I listened to the pastor preach and I was very attracted and I thought, this is what I needed in my life. This is what I'm missing. And by going to church, I realized that it was a place of satisfaction. I felt relieved. Didn't matter what I was going through at home or the job, I could go to church and I could sit down listen to the message and I would feel wonderful. I would feel recharged, like ready to do things all over again. So for me, it's coming from the fact that, you know, having a grandfather who was very disciplined and wanting to share instill that inside of me. And then, you know, me being the person that I am very caring person, I'm, I'm, I'm very weak to seeing someone struggle. So for me, it was more like God teach me how to understand how to help this person. And I'm instilling all of this in my children because I want them to understand that you, you truly do not judge a book by its cover. You see someone today, you do not know what that person is going through. And when you look at all the blessing that has been put up on you through God, you have to transpire, maybe forward it back some way, maybe give it back in some special way. And for me, this is my way of giving back is to try and encourage someone, try to, you know, I volunteer in the community and I hear stories time and time again, like we volunteer numerous hours and we have very committed uh, volunteers out there helping to prepare tax returns. We've dealt with people that never even knew that they had to prepare a tax return. And when I see some people, sometimes the things that they have to go through, it breaks my heart and it brings me back to how can you help? Why do you need to help? What has God done for you that you need to do for someone else? And what he's shown me is love. And my word is to just Give love just the way Christ loved each and every one of us. And if I can give you back love, that says everything. And I'm and I'm I'm doing my job as an obedient giver of Christ. And 
that's that's my story. Thank you. Um, and I'm grateful you mentioned about the volunteering part because you are very involved in the community in multiple ways. You did mention in the beginning, but I'm glad you expanded on it now. So what drives you is your faith. I see this, this is very strong in your book and how you speak and in everything. Faith. Is it? Okay, yes. So faith, they, the scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So how I, how I, what the biggest drive behind it is I've gone through a lot of fear and fear is something that will paralyze you. When I literally mean paralyze your mind, your body, everything. And I had to replace the word fear with faith because faith is more for me. It's like a caution. It's telling me, yes, you can do this, but it's sort of okay. So I had to learn to replace the fear with faith to be able to do things. And in that community, when we sit down to help individuals, we, we don't preach the word of God to them. We just try to help them understand that we are here. There is help. So you may be at home wondering, is my taxes done? Um, how do I go about doing my taxes? And I always say, there's always help. And when you're sitting at home, you know, crying out, be there for yourself. There's always better. There's always someone wanting to help. And faith is something that, you know, it will help you. It will definitely help you because it's just like when you open up the, uh, a can of pop and you tell yourself, I'm going to drink what's in this pop. When you open it up, do you actually know what's on the inside, except you know that it's liquid? You just drink it. You don't ask any questions. So if you're trying to start a business or you're trying to get your taxes done and you want to know, okay, why is, is someone going to help me with this? Or that's when fate comes in because you're now saying, you know, I'm trusting the process. Someone's there to help me to do my taxes. Someone's there to help me start this business. It's not about, oh, I don't have the money or I need to worry about this. Sometimes you just need to take a leap of faith and just watch and trust the process. Thank you so much. This, this last piece is so needed today. And clearly after listening to you, um, we have the understanding why you are speaking next week on November 25th um, in Toronto in person at the Immigrant Women in Business event. And we are all looking forward to hear you, to see you. And I'm inviting anyone listening now who is going to be uh, in Greater Toronto area to come to the to City Hall. I will put all the links in the comments on every platform I'm in. And Garcia, how people can find you? They will have links from you, but what is how what is the way that you can help others and how can they find you? We're we're active on social media. So if you type in Google or go to our website, www.cashpro.com, we're on Instagram, uh, Cash Pro Payroll, we're on uh, Twitter, we're on Facebook, and you can find us on all the social media platform. If you're looking to, you know, volunteer or you want someone just to sort of help you with your taxes, sit down. By the way, it's free tax return. It's no, there's no fee for that. 
Um, you can go to the Government of Canada website and you can just type in, if you're in a city, uh, you can just type in virtual tax or you can just type in tax return and it'll come up. So we, we are a virtual organization, but we also operate where we help seniors and you know incarcerated individuals who's not able to do it virtually. Um, we may go to homes, but there's a lot of security features that we instill in there. So the best way, if you're looking to volunteer or get the assistance for the community is to go to the Government of Canada website and you can just type in CashPro virtual tax clinic, or you can also just type in tax clinic and it'll come up in your area. We're the first ones, I believe, the only the virtual ones. Wow, that's extraordinary. So you also help incarcerated people. Yes, we help immigrants, seniors, uh, single moms, um, single dads. Um, it, the only for the free um, that, uh, tax threshold, you have to just you you have to make a certain amount of income to be qualified for the free uh, services. So we assess you. So on our website, we will have a form that you have to fill out, um, and then we ask you for specific information to determine if you don't qualify for the the free. Um, tax return, we will actually let you know and we will refer you to um, our internal accountants to help you um, for a small fee. Wow, thank you so much. See, this is how we're we're learning uh, of what is out there. And that's why I love to bring people like you here because we are learning who are the people who want to help and bring change, how are they doing it and how we can get their help. And, or if we are not around, like some of my listeners or many of them are outside Toronto, uh, they will know what is possible and they will look for somebody maybe in their area. So we are inspiring others by having these conversations. Garcia, again, your book uh, is launching and I am going to put the links in the comments so people can buy um, it's a spiritual biography, and just like you said today, many, many things will be in the book, and it's going to be inspirational for those who want to keep the faith and who are struggling right now. So thank you so much for writing it. Hoping to see many of you who are in Toronto at the event next week. Do you have um, a message for anybody listening or watching this live on our replay before we go? My message is really, um, I want to capture loving, like having that love to love someone like you've never been hurt. So I would encourage you mm -hmm. to refuse to be bitter, refuse to be angry, refuse to get even and just love like you've never been hurt and just watch what happens. Wow, that's an extraordinary message. And I am thankful that I'm hearing this. This is an amazing message. Thank you so much. So love, no matter what happens to you, this is how I sum it up. <laughs> Amen, this is, this is perfect. You know, love, no matter what happens to you, don't try to get even or be angry or bitter, just love. Thank you so much. Thank you, Garcia. Thank you, my friend, for listening and watching. Please leave a Garcia comment, review. Go and check her book. It's really, now it has a huge discount on Kindle. 
um, and so you can uh, read it anywhere you are in the world on Amazon. I really enjoyed this and I hope you did too. Thank you, Garcia, again for coming. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. If what you heard touched you or helped you, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite place for tuning in. Pay it forward by sharing it with others. I'll be here for you with the next episode. I'm Andrea Petrut, your Healing Through Oneness show host. Remember, we are connected. We are one.